Well, hi, guys. Alex McDonald in Atlanta, joined by the lovely Danielle Munoz in Minnesota. Hey, Dan. Hey, Al. How you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. This is the uh, TPS report for Monday, July 11th, 2022. Your favorite podcasters... Turn that light off. Your favorite podcasters are back. Why do I say favorite podcasters? Because this show is now available as a podcast. And you know you love us. Don't know. Don't. I, I'm not sure why we're bothering, to be honest with you, but we are bothering. Um, you can find it on Spotify as audio and video. Listen to either. And everywhere else as an audio podcast with an RSS feed and everything. So it was actually a lot easier than I than I have ever thought podcasting was. Because we fancy. Yeah, it's a lot. I probably should have done this a long time ago because it was way more simple than I thought it was going to be. But it is uh, now available as a podcast for those of you who want to torture yourself while you're listening in the car or uh, out jogging. You can now listen to the audio version of this show. Let's say hi to our friends. Uh, Princess Sandy's with us. Hey, Sandy, good to see you. Michelle Brown is here. Hi, Michelle. Michelle Ivy is here as well. Hey, Michelle. Uh, Canadian Bacon, what's up, Bex? Good to see you. Jake Kukin is here. Peggy Brown is here. Hi, guys. Uh, Chris Lowry's with us. What's up, Chris? What's up, uh, Rita's here. Your mom's here. Hi, Rita. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Mitch McCarty's with us. Hey, Mitch, good to see you. Charles Richardson, what's up, bro? Good to see you. Uh, Bill Campbell's here, Semper Fi, bud. Um, Janine is with us. Janine Shaner's here. Hey, Janine, thank you for being here. Uh, Paul Brown is with us. Hey, Paul, what's up? Hey, Paul. Uh, Hans is with us. Hans Wolf, what's going on, brother? Good to see you. Um, Joy is with us. Hi, Joy. Hello, sister. Jeff Kukin is here. What's up, Jeff? Hey, Jeff. And uh, I think I, I don't Diamond know. Diamond Dave, I, did you already Diamond, say hey to Diamond I Dave? I did not. Diamond Dave's with us as well. Hey, Dave. Uh, a lot of pe- number of people are on Facebook who are usually on YouTube, um, but there are people on YouTube, so I assume everything's working over there. So I thought about this totally random. Thought about this today when I was subscribing to our podcasts. That it's the TPS report live with alex and danny mm-hmm. and it's not live whenever for them it's live oh, here it? now no i know but is it not the tps report it's the tps report with alex and danny um when i say it like in videos or whatever i always say the tps report and then i'm like is that redundant like does alex say the tps report and then i always think of you making fun of me for saying foo fighters and because um, you're like, well, Taylor Hawkins said the Foo Fighters, so shut they up. They all do. Dave Grohl says the <laughs> Foo Fighters. Taylor Hawkins would, would would say the Foo Fighters. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think they just say Foo Fighters or the Foo Fighters, just whatever. Yeah, comes I out. say the TPS report or TPS yeah, or report. TPS it report, makes no yeah. difference for folks who are new to to the show. If you're listening to the podcast, we used to be called the Politex Show, um, and uh, we rebranded. I don't know a little while ago as TPS Report because number one, TPS, the Politics Show, but also TPS reports a tie into a fantastic movie, and uh, just thought, hey, that'll be funny. Danielle, da- see this, and if you are watching, listening to the podcast, come watch the live show. Join us on Mondays and Thursdays at nine p.m. because you get to see the looks 
that Danielle gives you me. Can, yeah, actually watch my skin crawl. <laughs> you get to see the looks that she gives me through the show. And uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes they're scary. Remember when Cam made the drinking game? Um, the dead naming us now the politics show drinking game. It is now the TPS report drinking game. Um, you know, and it was every time I put on chapstick or every time I tried to get you to stop talking, to take something from the chat or any of those things. So I think we need to add to that. Every time I shifted my chair and you adjust my view on camera, adjust your camera. Yeah. Drink. <laughs> I've never known anyone that can't keep themselves centered in frame. Dude, you've known me for 30 I, years. I, I get it. I understand you've known it. Me all of that time. I'm used to it. So, yes, you have known somebody that was that. It, it's well, me. Well, I've, I've never I'm, known I'm somebody, somebody who's, I've never known somebody who's as bad as staying centered you, in frame no. as you is what I'm trying no, to say. No, what you mean is you've never tried to manage somebody. <laughs> well, that's true. That's, that's, that's the, the challenge is you're trying to manage my behaviors. That's true. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about some stuff. Let's get this rolling. Let's do it. Phil Mars we? is here. Hey, Phil. Hey, Phil. Let's revisit something we talked about the other day. Let's play this video real quick because uh, it's just funny. Percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the... End of quote. Repeat the line. So we've all seen it. Joe Biden reading off a prompter and... Um, he read the he read the director instructions, right, or whatever they're called, right. yeah, 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 on a prompter. Well, the White House post transcripts of all of these speeches, correct? Well, they, yes. I, I'm sure you know this, but they do. the The White House post transcripts of all these things, and they posted the transcript of this speech, Danielle. And oh, by the way, quick reminder tpsreportlive.locals.com for exclusive content and uh, memberships are on sale at the moment so you can uh, go over there and join up if you want to or you can be a free member that's entirely up to you but come join us there bunch of exclusive content um the white house put out these transcripts they put out the transcript for this most recent speech danielle and they've uh, they've edited it it's not, oh my Lord, it's, I mean, of course they did. It's not an actual transcript of what he said. So let's, let's go by what the White House are now putting out. It's noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of men who do so. End of quote. Let me the, repeat the line. Women are not without electoral and or political. Let me be precise. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're, they're actually, they, they're including his word salad. Women are not without electoral and or political or, let me be precise, not and or, or political power. They got the word salad in there. But they added the phrase, let me repeat the line. Let and me repeat they the changed line. end quote to end of quote. Yeah, end quote to end of there. quote. Um, listen, I get this isn't the end of the world, obviously. We all know what happened. We all heard him say it with our own ears. But this is supposed to be a record 
for pros prosperity, for history's sake, of the things the president says. And we've had a number of discussions on here about how history's being rewritten and how it has been rewritten over time. You know, history's written by the victors, so to speak. Right. And that's what we're seeing here. We're seeing history literally being rewritten by this administration to cover up the ineptitude of their former vice president. And it's absolutely amazing. Now, I was watching, I was watching Clayton and Natalie today, and they worked in media, right? They worked, uh, right. Clayton was at Fox, Natalie was at MSNBC. And they said this happens quite often under all administrations. And I thought, I, I honestly found that quite surprising that, look, it's not a document of record, right? It's not a legal document, but it's supposed to be an accurate depiction of what the, in this case, former vice president said. And they went as far as to include his little verbal word salad and slash right. or political or let me be precise, not and or or political power. They went as far as in to include that, but then intentionally changed the fuck up that came before it. Right. I don't know what to think of this. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not mad about it. Well, it is what it is, but go so ahead. the word salad, him tripping over his words plays into their whole narrative that he just has a stutter and that that's, you know, part of a disability that he's been overcoming all of these years. And you're a dick for bringing it up. Mm. But reading the prompter cues like that's fucked hearted, like that's definitely not being with it. Right. Like those are two different things. So the, you know, the word salad and defending it as a stutter, that's one thing, right? Like they can play that off as part of his stutter, yeah. but you can't play off reading I, the prompts. Yeah. Did I not say posterity? Did I actually say prosperity? I don't know what you said. I don't know. Maybe I did. No, I mean, it's a record for posterity. Yeah. Sorry if I, if I screwed that up. Yeah. I um, but whatever it is, what it is. Yeah. Uh, we'll go back and fix that transcript later. We'll fix yeah, that. Now, now I'm curious. Now I'd like to go back through previous speeches of Joe Biden, compare Same. it to the official. And I want to go back and look and see what they say he said. That one that you kept playing of. Um, the Nazi fags one. No, when he said, was it that you can, America can, is a country that can be defined as. Oh, oh. Hold on. That one was a doozy. All right. I go, I'm going to play this. Teleprompter. For the America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, foot, foot. Excuse me. It sounds like he's saying I was going to put him in like he just completely like went somewhere else in his brain. I have absolutely no idea what he was saying. And I, I we really should find the transcript to try yes. to figure out, number one, how they spelled what he said. Right. Or 
what actual English words they used to replace it. But yeah, that one is an absolute doozy. That's, yeah. The former vice president of the United States right there. All right, let's move on. Let's go back to, uh, I think it was April. April was April 14th, something like that. When we came on here and angered. April 23rd something, yeah. Angered people. Even got phone calls about this. Um, I said that Elon Musk doesn't want to buy Twitter. So here's here's where my head was at the time. So most of you have heard this. Some of you haven't. My position back then was that this was a pump and dump. He just bought up, what was it, $40 billion worth of Twitter. A ridiculous amount right. of Twitter stock. Then he floats the possibility of purchasing Twitter. And to me, it just reeked of a pump and dump. Let's buy all this stock. Let's say, hey, I'm going to buy it. Drive up the price. And I think his bluff got cold quite frankly, after the fact. But that night I said, there's no way he wants to buy Twitter. He wants to buy Twitter stock. He wants to pump it up. He wants to sell it. And then he'll use that money to start his own platform paid for by Twitter and he'll call it Edison. That was my, uh, that was my theory right. at the time. And then a lot of moves have taken place since then. Elon, Elon has not been a shit or get off the pot guy about this. He's been a little bit wishy-washy. Yeah, I want it. No, I don't want it. Yeah, I want it. No, I don't want it. And it seems to me it, it's really looked like he's been trying to find a way out of this deal. And in his mind, and in, in, to him, he has found that way out of this deal, which is the bots. If we remember, he made them an ultimatum, provide the evidence or I walk away. And that's where we're at now. He's canceling the deal. He's saying that he's done, that he gave them plenty of time and opportunity to come up with the, with the data he was asking for, that they did not do it, and that they are in breach. And so he's terminating the deal. Twitter, in response to this, have said, okay, we'll, we'll take you to court and fight you over this, which they probably will, quite frankly. Right. And he will most likely get dragged into court over this because, I mean, these, these contracts are complicated. Right. He responded to Twitter. <laughs> he responded, obviously... Obviously, Elon Musk did this. He responded to Twitter on Twitter by basically laughing in their faces in a tweet, effectively daring them to take him to court. Uh, and and uh, that, according to CNN, that was soon followed by a picture of actor Chuck Norris playing chess with only a single pawn on his side of the board and a complete set of pieces on the other with Musk tweeting Chuckmate. <laughs> well, this guy is the ultimate troll. So you can't make somebody 
buy something if they don't want it. Now, you can make it exceptionally expensive for them if they don't, right? But you can't force somebody to buy something if they don't want to execute the deal. I mean, you can sue them and take from them as much money as they would spend on the deal. It depends what the it depends what clauses are in the contract, right? There's there there could be a termination fee. There could be a percentage of the right. And supposedly there's a billion dollar, like you know, what in real estate we would call like earnest money, right? Okay. Like yeah. Um, Look, he's but, he, and he's lost enough money on this deal anyway. The stock price is down from where he bought into it, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Oh yeah. Um, so, so and that's that's where his bluff got called here. He expected it to go up. Have you heard this one that, and you and I have not talked about this off camera at all. So um, I, I might just be a moron. Um, so there is a theory that he wanted to lessen his um, position in Tesla. But of course, if he did that, Tesla stock would tank. So, and you know, I've thought this was the long troll from the beginning, like, Starting from jump, I thought he was, because he is the ultimate troll, right? So folks are talking now saying that he wanted to lessen his position in Tesla, but he couldn't just sell his Tesla stock. Right. But if he was getting into this other huge deal and lessened his position in Tesla to, to be more liquid, right? So that he could, so that he would have more money on hand to invest into this deal, this Twitter deal that he was getting into, then he could sell Tesla stock without, like, he would have a reason for it. Not, I don't trust Tesla, I don't believe in it anymore, sure. but I need to lessen my position over there so that I have money to get into this position over here. Sure. So, and Ben Shapiro was talking about that today, that, you know, folks are suggesting that it was this, you know, that he's playing 5D chess um, and that... This and that, so he did that. He, you know, lightened himself of a whole bunch of Tesla stock. So if he ends up burning a a billion dollars on the um, sure. Twitter deal, and, it's worth it. Yeah, and he he got to do that without any capital gains exposure or anything like that. Right. You know, if this does go to court, it's going to you know it, it's going to require discovery. Right. So not sure that that's necessarily the best move for Twitter if they're right. trying to hide evidence of bots, but I haven't seen any, we've heard what Elon has said about bots, but we haven't seen any actual evidence of it yet. So I'll be curious to see. We have a caller on the line. Hey, who do we have? It's Dave. Hey Dave, what's going hey. on, man? Hey, yeah, no, you guys pretty much said what I was going to say while I was on hold. So, yeah, I was, I, I agree. I think he is playing the long game here. I think he, uh, he knows that, uh, uh, you know, they're lying about the amount of bots they had. I, you know, just from, you know, there's all kind of stuff online about how many bots, and of course, it's all a guess. But, uh, you know, just the way, the way all these companies fall, just suddenly all these same bots or same accounts say the same thing. And the way the quickness of where they come out and how all the all it's all done, it's clear there's a bunch of them, and they're just lying about it. So let me. So he's like a guy not to be. He's a guy not me, to uh, be messed with. Let me like, ask you this. Let me be real number. Let me ask you this though. What's in it for him 
to do that to do it this well, way. Well, you have to get to so that. So it it looks because yeah. here's what it appears to me: he just wants out of this deal, going to court and exposing any bots. Sure, that might be a, a nice bonus on the side, but he's not going to go to court, expose the bots, open himself up to ma massive liabilities and take that chance just to say, look, I told you Twitter had bots. I think he just wants out. Yeah, I know that. I know that. That's right. And I'm going to argue that point. I think, I think he doesn't want out. I think he wants to win and win big. And the way you do that is because, because this thing is done in the, in, in, in the, in the court of, of the public square here, everybody's watching. So he's just not one to be trifled with. He knows they're lying about it. He's like, okay, never mind. You breached the deal, which they did. So, so see you later. I don't, I don't want to. I'm out. Okay, knowing they're going to sue him, and so when he sues them, Discovery, as you said, will come out, and the number of bots will come out. He will then go back to them and say, okay, here's the deal now. Now that we know the number of bots you have, here's the deal, and it'll be less, a lot of fucking money, and he'll come out the other end of it. Uh, uh, don't fuck with me. I win. Screw you, guy. The SEC, the, the SEC yeah. would put him in jail for doing that, Dave. The SEC would lock him up if he did that. How? Only if only if he was wrong, but he's right. They're lying about the number of sure. bots. I, I, I don't... Listen, maybe he is. And pulling out of the deal is one thing, but pulling out of the deal mm -hmm. to leverage a, a, a better price is a would be a crime. That would be a financial crime. No. He's made I mean, okay, a... Okay, well, that's where we disagree then. Well, he's made a good faith offer. This this is yes, had he not on, made on certain data. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and now he can exercise his option to withdraw from the deal. And if Twitter choose to sue yeah. him, that's that's you know that's on them. Um, but if yeah. if he tries to leverage that into a cheaper, there is no leveraging. He, there is no leveraging. It's a completely different story now. They gave him data. He made an offer based on that data. If they lied about it, and then in the future it comes out the real truth about that data, he could come at him with another lower price going, hey, you lied to me. It's right here in court. It was proven. Now here's a deal based on the actual data. So I don't, I don't think, I don't think that that's a, a violation in any way because it's true. If it wasn't true and he was trying to leverage it, just do, do it that way, okay. But if it comes out that they were widely misleading about the number of bots that they have due to discovery, then I think he's a, he's a, he can come back and go, okay, well, here's a new offer based on the new data. Yeah, I, listen, I don't doubt you know, that they're lying about the number of bots, but, but I'm standing by my position. He doesn't want Twitter. He wants out of this. He's been, <laughs> okay. I th he's been looking for a way out from day one, it would seem. And uh, I think this gave it to him. Yeah, yeah I got it. Whether he'll it, that's, and that's a that's just a good a theory as any other, you know. I believe you, it is. It's a very it's, it's a very smart uh, take on it. I, I just happen to disagree with it. I think this guy's smarter than all that. I think it's the long game he's playing. You know, either that or he's a goddamn fool. And I don't know how he made his millions. Or his yeah, billions, I you know? I so, just don't see what the win is there because going to court, he he has the potential to lose and lose big. So I'm not I'm not sure. Well, no, I mean, who yeah. knows. Who knows? All right, brother. Unless he's got data that proves that he's right, you know, and if he does have the, the information that proves that he's right, he's got nothing really to lose in court uh, other than a whim, I mean, you know, a fluke. Well, I mean, his... You know, chances yeah, are he'll win in yeah, court. Yeah, but isn't his, isn't his reasoning... 
isn't his reasoning for pulling out of the deal is that they didn't provide the data and that he's saying they're in breach. So he can't have. Yes, he's, if, he's saying they're in breach. Of yeah. data because, yes, he's saying they're in breach because they gave him a number and that number's wrong and he wants a, he wants a, a, a report on that and they refuse to 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 do that. Right. So, which, yes, which is, would which would gamble, say to me, Elon Musk. Which would say to me that he doesn't have data at the moment, and that going to court would be he he would be he would be risking this money on his assumption that Twitter are lying about bots, hoping that discovery yes, would expose that. these bots. That's a big risk. Yeah, I got that. I, I I got that, and that's where we disagree, buddy. I'm just saying I think he's smart enough not to do that without the data. I think he has the data. He's a rich guy. He can pay for that information under the table. I think he has it, and otherwise he would never go to court on this. Like you said, it'd be a, too big of a risk, but I think he does have it. He is playing the long game, and he wants to get it at a cheaper price and say, fuck you, Twitter. You never got over on me. I won in front of everybody. That's, I think his ego is that big. Well, if that's the case, I hope it never comes out that he has the data. Because that would be well, bad for him. And they that got, would that that could. Well, what about this? Both sides have like big money legal counsel, right? So, sure. I mean, he has to be getting legal advice, right? Sure. Like somebody is is advising him. <laughs> so, totally. You don't have to listen to it. Right, right. But you know, I mean, somebody is whispering in his ear. So and. Al, this question is for you, but Dave, feel free to jump in. I mean, like he's Tesla, right? He he makes his guys make rockets. Is it what is the <clears throat> like? So okay, so here's what I'm thinking: is are his guys, or is he, or whatever, analyzing what they're seeing on Twitter, and they know that they're bots just based on the the things that they're saying. That's right. And by watching, I'm not talking about like, you know, some dude in a basement sitting there watching, but, you know, they have computer no, programs. No, the people analyzing. Yeah. And th so they're analyzing what's happening on Twitter and they know from there, they know, and I'm air quoting no. So they don't have the data, right? But they know from their analysis that the way that these things are moving and operating, that there are bots doing it. Is that That's possible? That's what I think. And I think, he knows, I think he knows it to the point to where he's willing to gamble on it in court to win and win big with some, with some crow eating going on on Twitter's behalf. That's what I think. Alex thinks he's 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 ne was never really serious and wants to do it that way, and, well, and that's a perfectly and, reasonable. And here's theory. the thing, and, and you know, Chris is saying he does have the data now. Well, this is a problem for him because he's using. Here's what he's saying. Musk disclosed late Friday night he was pulling out of his agreement to buy Twitter, citing the lack of information about the number of Twitter users made up of bots. That's his justification for exiting this deal. That matters. When it comes to the SEC and regulations, that matters. If he's citing a lack of information, but actually has that information, then He's running a foul here. But he doesn't have that information uh, from unless, them. Right. I mean, it's going to say in there, you like, have to disclose this information. They're refusing to disclose. He has it theoretically. And so he went and got it on his own. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If Did they, he? If they refuse to I mean, disclose, here's the thing. Did he? And how, how would he have gotten that? 
Well, and that was my question was, is there a way that his guys can run analytics no. on Twitter and figure out based on the, sure the behavior and the words and the shit that they're seeing that things are or aren't. Sure, there is. Sure there is. He made a rocket. He I, sent people to space and brought them back alive. I understand, but you're talking about him defeating the, in order to do that, you're talking about him defeating the security of a social media company. And let's be clear. Or paying off a lot of fucking money to somebody inside. Still a, a crime. Again, still a crime. Well, and that's not okay. what I'm suggesting. Okay. I'm asking if you can watch the behavior of the, the, you can, the, yeah. The public facing side watched and analyzed the behavior. Don't know. And theorize, come did. up with an actual don't know the, me, the amount of theory. the amount of data scraping and analytics involved in that it probably cost him as much as buying twitter to be able to do that to try to try <laughs> to try to use analytics to figure out who's a bot and who isn't right I, i'm sure it can be done but hmm, shit but if that's the case, I mean, to a much that, lower level, there, there, there's even websites out there right now where you can put a Twitter account in, and it's going to tell you because of the way the traffic runs on it whether it's a bot or not. Yeah, and the only way for so him I'm to do saying, this, the only way for him to do this and not run foul of the law would be to say we have the data and they lied to us. But he's not saying that. What he's saying publicly is uh, they they have not provided have the information. Is right. what he's saying which publicly. is all he needs for a breach of contract. Right, which is all he needs for a breach of contract. Now, once in court, it, and he wants to come back with another counteroffer, that's a different story. That's when he gets to go, they lied about it. Right, but he's got to prove they lied. And in order to do that, he's going to have to come up with data. And if he comes up with data after breaking out of this contract, citing no data, then he is in breach. This is, right, this is the risk for him. I hear you. I'm just saying that it will come out in court. They have to disclose the bots in court. They're going to have to. Sure, they're okay. They're they're, they're not. I mean, you're right. <laughs> they're supposed to. They're 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 going to be they're asked not. to. But what if the disclosure is, yeah, there are no bots? How's anyone going to argue and fight them? The and and if they say no, there are no bots. There's plenty of algorithms already out. There's plenty of algorithms already out there, buddy, that, that show and uh, can, can show to a pretty good close degree of, how, of whether a account is a bot or not already out there for free use by anybody. You, go, you could plug in Alex McDonald and Alexina McDonald, and it's going to say you're real and she's a, a lie. No, it's going uh, to. Know, that's the thing. So, it's going to speculate. That's I the understand, thing. But it's with a remarkable uh, degree of accuracy. These things are. I, 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 I suppose I suppose we can debate that. I'm not going to. But that's, you know, a remarkable de degree of accuracy might not be enough in court when Elon's trying to pull maybe this not. off. And, well, um, maybe not. Maybe you're right. And, and I think you have a perfectly plausible, realistic thing. You know me, I'm always a conspiracy theorist. So that's where I'm coming yeah. from. But I mean, if, if I Twitter come into court, yeah, if Twitter come into court and say there's no bots, Elon's going to have to prove that there are. And if he does actually have the data to prove it, then he's the one in material breach because he's getting out of this contract claiming uh, they haven't given us the data. We'll see what happens. I, I just think he wants out of it. Okay. I think he wants out of it. And I yep. think right. I think he'll be willing. All right, Dave. Thanks, man. I well, think I he'll you, be honey. willing to okay. pay a little bit of money 
to get out of this and not get screwed. I, I think he got, I think he got his bluff called is what I think happened. I know everybody, I, I know he's a smart guy. I know he is, but he's still a human. And I know everybody wants him to be this fucking genius that gets one over on Twitter. The way I'm looking at this, he failed to get one over on Twitter dramatically. All right, let's move on. I want to oh, see man, the look on Vijaya Gotti's face if this thing falls apart. Twitter's going to be fine. Twitter ain't going to give a shit. Is that who you mean? The Their lead counsel, Vijaya Gotti, that horrible woman that was on um, Rogan. I didn't see the, that episode. With Tim Pool, the one, um, and what's his name? Uh, Dorsey. You didn't, okay. I don't think I saw the episode. I thought no. we talked about it. Okay. No, um, we may have. I'm not sure. Um, all right, let's talk about this. Um, where's that picture you sent over? Oh, I are guess you not, we'll, not what? Talk about um, Abe. Yeah, last. Okay. Let's talk about uh, how do we begin this story? Let's begin well, it with this one out of Alabama. Shall we? Let's start it. Let's let's start down this this rabbit hole with this okay. story out of Alabama. Toddler in Orange Beach finds dollar bill stuffed with the deadly drug well, fentanyl. So, Go on. Do you want to talk about how the whole thing? How well, the, we'll talk we, about that after this. Yeah, let's. Okay. We gotta we gotta take this down a a path. So let's start with this because this is the latest story. Let's start with this and let's work off of it. A family visiting Orange Beach found themselves faced with a scary situation Tuesday night, June 21st. A small child found a folded dollar bill on the ground in a crowded public parking lot. Inside it, Orange Beach police say, they found the deadly drug fentanyl. I don't know what this picture is. I think it's that folded dollar bill. That's the folded dollar bill, and I guess that, that white powdery stuff is supposed to be the fentanyl. Is that the deal? I don't, I don't know. I don't, what, I don't see what you're talking about. What white powder? On stuff. the table underneath it, like it's been turned out. I like think cross- that's just the table. All right. Where, so, so where is the fentanyl in this dollar bill? I think bill? inside the dollar bill. The dollar bill's folded up face down. It would have fallen out. Do you see? It's, it's making a tent shape on the table, which is why yeah, I'm but- wondering if that powdery stuff that's there is supposed to be the fentanyl. I think it's folded like this, though, no? Possibly. Yeah, I just happen to have a foldable bill. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Because um, see how it's like all crumpled up, like the bill's folded all skinny? Sure. Sure. Hey, let's watch this video. Maybe this will tell us. Family visiting Orange Beach last night. A small child found a folded dollar bill on the ground in a crowded public parking lot. Inside it, the deadly drug fentanyl. That's according to Orange Beach Police. Our Hal Sherrick caught up with investigators today and the family. He learned just how close that child and others to the family were being to getting exposed. <laughs> My son-in-law was fixing to put his bill up. Well, well uh, let's, let's watch the story. You know, it could have been really bad because that would have got all over every one of us. Randy Turner and his family all felt fortunate to still be enjoying their beach vacation Wednesday. 
Had things gone just a little differently last night, they could have been in the hospital or worse. The family was enjoying an outing at a popular local outdoor venue when Turner's 13-month-old last right. night, they could. I want to see if there's a there's the bell. The bell. She set it on a nearby table. And my son-in-law was sitting beside me. He just reached over. Okay, so and was starting to unfold. I'm already. I asked you before the show, is this story real? You said, yeah, it's real. Now here's my question to you: Was there any fucking fentanyl ever? I don't. I don't think there was much. No. Let's talk about why we don't think there was much. This apparently is becoming a trend, right, Danielle? Yes. And it's well, a trend. Hang on. Go ahead. I'm not sure I understand your question. It's a trend that began with this post on Facebook from the, what is it? The Perry, Perry County, County Sheriff's County Office in Tennessee. In yeah. Tennessee. Let me see if I can zoom in on this, uh, this thing so people can read it a little bit better. PSA, we, we've had two separate incidents recently that I feel is a great concern to public safety. On both occasions, a folded dollar bill was found uh, in the floor at the local gas station. When it was found and picked up, the person discovered a white powdery substance inside. The substance was later tested and was positive for methamphetamine and fentanyl. This is very dangerous, folks. Please share and educate your children not to pick up the money. After this post by a sheriff's office, these these things started to pop up all over the place, right? You had local Karens posting stories, yes, horror stories of their yes. kids dying from fucking fentanyl exposure. Yeah, I wanted to clarify, yes, the posts are popping up all over the place. Not these folded dollar bills right. with fentanyl in them popping up all over the place. Um, yo, who folds a dollar bill like that? First of all, let's talk about that fold. Why would you fold a dollar bill this way? Tuck it down a G-string. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Right? So um, any reason to fold it like that? Yes. Yes. And the reason to fold it the other way is to put drugs in it. Yes. Right? And, so, uh, and apparently a surprising amount of drugs actually do get put into American cash. Well, so, he, yeah. So, I mean, we've known this for decades. Yeah. That... Um, I mean, there are studies, like actual scientific studies, like peer-reviewed, back when peer review meant something, going back to the 80s, saying that um, this was a smaller study back in the 80s that found 90% of, of, of um, paper money, not just dollar bills, paper money in the United States had fecal material and cocaine on them. Yeah. And I read a study more recently that said 70% of U.S. paper money is contaminated by drugs. 70%. Yeah. And I, I read another one, Scientific America. There was an article in Scientific America, and I couldn't find what studies they were citing. So they might be going back to the study in the 80s, but they said, again, 90%. But they cited the U.S. and then some other um, big um, international cities. Right. So... Um, yeah. So y'all, there's drugs all over money. Like if you took money out of your wallet right now and, and fentanyl tested it, I guarantee you that because cocaine was present in 79% of currency analyzed, uh, 
<laughs> in amounts above 0.1 micrograms and in 54% occurred of currency above one microgram. Contamination right. was widespread and found in currency from all sites. That's from the National Library of Medicine, the National Center for Biotechnology Information. Um, that's a shocking amount of money that's that's well, contaminated by in this case, cocaine, but by it's, drugs in general. Is this, we're, we're going to kind of rush through this because we don't have much time, but is this enough of a threat that Karen's on Facebook should be getting concerned about the safety of their, no, their fuck here's trophies? What's, here's what's happening is much of the drug trade is, is carried on with cash. So, the cash is counted in drug houses, so there's drugs everywhere. And then once the drugs get on the money and the money gets into circulation, the, the you know, picograms or whatever they are of drugs get spread among the bills. So there's drugs and poop on all of our money because folks are nasty and they don't wash their damn hands after they poo. <laughs> and drug dealers traffic in cash. This is why I never carry cash. I never have yes, cash. Yes, y'all, cash is filthy filthy it's filthier yes, than your but, kids yes so yes so the facebook karens are blowing this up that you know um and it's always the story about you know i was out with my wife and she found a folded dollar bill on the ground of course and we were she picked it up and she was gonna put it in my grandbaby's piggy bank and luckily i unfolded the dollar bill and i saw this powdery stuff and i was skirt so i called the sheriff and the sheriff tested it and he said that we could have been sick or worse um yeah so you you could take seven of ten dollar bills Right. And test them for drugs and they're going to test they're positive. They're going to test positive. So maybe don't ever put money in your kid's uh, piggy bank if that's what concerns you. Right. Now, one point that I was making that, that you backed me down off of was that, you know, just touching fentanyl on a dollar bill or a whatever, a bill won't make you sick. But that 18 month old, as soon as he unfolded that bill would have shoved it in his mouth. So I, I withdraw that point that cause babies put shit in their mouths. So it is not a good idea for your babies. Well, to let's be touch a drug money. You know, I, I, I know nothing about fentanyl to be honest with you. Um, and why would I? So right. I don't know whether there can be transfer through the through skin, through the dermis, with fentanyl, I don't know if that's a thing. Um, I don't know what, I don't even know that fentanyl is a powder drug, but let's assume it is because it is. They, they were talking about this powdery residue. Uh, I don't know how much of that it would take to, to make a kid sick. So, you know, but I see kids all the time who handle money money that has obviously been contaminated with drugs, or at least the odds are it's been contaminated right. with drugs. Yeah, if they got and, $10, 10 $1 bills, seven of them got yeah, cocaine and, and poop on them. They may be rancid little shit bags, but right. they're they're not drug-addled, you know, right. junkies at this point. They're just shitty, terrible kids. Well, right. I guess some of them might be okay, but whatever. Never going to admit that. They're all fucking awful in my opinion. But this yes. is this is just Facebook bullshit, right? Yeah, Facebook Karens. Yes. Yeah, 
And the majority of these stories are probably just copycat. It's like the uh, very similar to the, oh, he's riding the train and somebody shut this MAGA guy up and the whole carriage stood up and started yes, slow, slow clapping. Clap. Yeah, the the slow clap stories. It's very similar to that. They're all made up, right? And this this thing out of Alabama, and that's what me got me wondering because it's I I haven't really paid it. I haven't re- I haven't watched that video. I haven't been through this. And when I I assumed the powder on the table was the uh, I asked, can you hear that beeping? Yes. I assumed the powder on the table was the fentanyl. Apparently not. No, I think that's just like the table. Like just the, I think what you're seeing is just like the coloration in the table and the dollar bill is folded up. Did the police even test it in this story? Do we know? Yeah. And it tested positive for I, fentanyl, I don't know that I it assume? says fentanyl in that story. I think it just says positive for drugs. I'm not sure. I don't remember which was which. Yeah. Because it doesn't say in this story whether the police even tested it or whether this guy just said, oh, we found a dollar bill with they're on the beach. Maybe the powdery substance was fucking sand. I don't know. But there's nothing in this story about the police being called and actually testing this bill. It just says they found the deadly drug fentanyl. Well, I have no doubt the drug's deadly. The bill was done to confirm the powder was fentanyl. It does? Yeah. And and Orange Beach police Orange Beach police do say that the uh, that while fentanyl laced money has been showing up more around the country, this is the first case they've seen. Right. I don't. Yeah. I just don't know what to say. Don't carry cash if if that's. I mean, uh, and do be careful. I mean, I'm sure, you know, if you're in contact with a lot of it, it's not a good idea. Any kind of how. Listen, if I find a dollar bill filled up with cocaine, it's going to be a good day. So. All right. Yes. Let's do move on. (laughs) We are headed down that hill that we should stay off of. Yeah. Um, Let's finish up on this real quick. We don't have much time here. Ex-prime, ex-Japanese prime minister assassinated during campaign speech. Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was uh, Japan's longest serving leader. He died on Friday, hours after he was shot while campaigning for a uh, parliamentary election, shocking a country in which political violence is rare and guns are tightly controlled. We're going to talk about this simply for one reason, Danielle. Uh, and that's because it's just another another example of how gun control is um, a fool's errand, quite frankly. It's an absolute waste of time. Go ahead. What is that? That's the gun he used. That's the gun he used. This was... Uh, I have to be careful about what I say here because of YouTube, and they might consider it instructions. But it's uh, some pipes, some Gorilla Tape and electronic triggers that were fashioned into a homemade firearm or what the American media would call a ghost gun because they love that term. Um, and this is what this, uh, this is what this lunatic used to murder. Yeah. To murder a guy. Um, 
what is it they say? Bad guys will always have guns. Mm-hmm. And they will. And this is how, and this one's primitive. That that homemade gun is pretty primitive in this day and age of 3D printers. Uh, not that you can 3D print an entire gun. I, I, I got to be careful about this because of YouTube. There are certain parts you can 3D print, and then there are other parts that have to be metal, right? I think I, I'm safe in saying the barrel of the gun, for example, it's going to have to be metal. Right. Um, a lot of it can be plastic if you're willing for it to be a one-shot deal, maybe two shots if you're lucky. But in order to put together a reliable, I don't want to say that because none they're not going to be reliable, to put together a 3D printed gun with any kind of longevity, mm-hmm. there's only certain parts you're going to be able to print up and use in the, uh, in the handgun. This guy avoided the 3D printing aspect entirely and went straight to parts that you could pick up at your local Home Depot to make his gun and was successful in assassinating a politician in Japan. Now, the story says that political violence is rare and guns are even more rare and they actually are. And it could be a case that security security isn't as uh, vigilant in Japan as it is in the United States, which is how he was able to uh, to get close close enough to to deal with it. Um, yeah, that Chris Chris says there are three D printers that can print metal parts. They're not that durable, though. It's not it's not like a good nine oh four stainless, if you know what I mean. It's um, they're they're okay. Um, but yeah, I, I imagine their security isn't as vigilant as, say, for example, the Secret Service or even even your local police department in the United States. When they're running security on an event, chances are anyone with a homemade gun like that isn't even going to get close to their intended target, their intended victim. Let's hope anyway. Let's hope they won't get close. Uh, and in Japan, it just may have been easier for this guy. I imagine they're going to be a bit more vigilant from this point on. Now that they've seen, oh shit, anybody can build one of these. And right. this is the this is the fallacy. This is the problem with gun control. Anybody can build one of these. You can't outlaw enough parts to prevent something like this being put together. Now, we have a legal, or we did have a legal right in the United States to to actually manufacture firearms. That was the law until recently, or actually not really, until an FDA, uh, an F, ATF, God almighty, until an ATF regulation goes into effect in August, I believe August 24th, that outlaws what they call ghost guns, which means it's outlawing the individual manufacturing of handguns or, or guns, period, which was always legal from the from the inception of the United States until now. And I need to dig a bit more into the registration requirements in this new regulation because the second uh, the second amendment foundation is now saying that this 
introduces near universal gun registration. So I need to dig a bit more into this rule that's about to go into effect in August and see what's happening there. Because during the rulemaking process and the public comment period, I don't recall ever seeing that. Right. I remember seeing it for a non-serialized guns will have to be serialized. But the way the Second Amendment's talking about it, they've expanded well beyond that. But here's the thing. We talked about this last week when we were covering all of these Supreme Court cases. The Supreme Court in their EPA ruling, striking down the EPA's ability to regulate beyond the purview of the enacting legislation, this would be one of those ATF regulations that we talked about that day right. that has yes. the potential of getting struck down. Now, we did. I, I said the Supreme Court's docket for next year is full. It's full. So they can't take on another case unless it's an emergency hearing. Those are rare for the Supreme Court. But considering when you take Bruin and the EPA rulings together, considering that these all these regulations now fly in the face of both of those decisions, right. it wouldn't surprise me if the court did actually have a few emergency hearings. Now, the Second, Amend uh, the Second Amendment Foundation filed suit against the ATF today for the redefinition of a receiver and for this ghost gun legislation. They filed suit today and it remains to be seen. And I said, these lawsuits were going to come, right? I yes. said, now that we've had these decisions, we're going to say, I, I even specifically said someone will sue the ATF. And that's what we saw happen today. The courts have the option to expedite this. Doesn't mean they're going to, but they may. In light of SCOTUS's decisions, they may very well expedite these. And it's possible we see this regulation either thrown out or stayed before August in preparation for the, 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 the inevitable court case hearing, you think? which is going to have to take place. I think so, yeah. I I think the courts have no choice now that this suit's been filed. It's whether the court decides to hear it, or at least preliminary uh, in a preliminary hearing, and grant an injunction or a stay right. first. And it would have to be a federal court that does that, obviously, because this is a federal regulation. So we'll see what happens. But I think in the next couple of weeks, we may have an answer to that. And then... Who knows? Maybe less than a year after that, we may have our first federal court ruling that takes into consider into consideration Bruin and this um, this EPA finding that SCOTUS came up with. It's a great test case for it. It really is. Yeah, it really is. Suing the ATF is a, is a great test case for it because if there's one thing liberals are hell-bent on defending it's their gun rules it's their gun right. regulations so we'll see what happens it's gonna be interesting um we're done we're out of time here we're gonna start wrapping this up 
again, if you'll want to, you can head over to tpsreportlive.locals.com. We do our Saturday morning supporter shows over there. The stuff that we cannot talk about on YouTube, you can find over there. It generally gets a bit spicy. Uh, right now, it's $2 a month. And if you go yearly, you get a month free. So that's 22 bucks a year. Uh, you get the exclusive live streams. You get the uh, Zoom meetups for, for supporters, uh, live chat, and uh, exclusive content over there on Locals for a couple of bucks a month. That's a bargain we are cheap. at half the price. Mm-hmm. We don't care if there's cocaine or doo-doo on your bills or nothing. Absolutely not. I, I mean... If you need somewhere, if you need somewhere to dispose of your cocaine-laden dollar bills, I know of a place. Bring it on. I'll tell you that. Fold them long ways. <laughs> Just roll them up into straws. Save save someone the trouble. Save someone the save a brother the trouble. No, obviously hey, I we well, we have to do so drug well. testing at work. So you know. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, if we, a certain contract, stuff like that. It's been a while oh, since right, we right. had to do one, but certain contracts. And they get sprung on you at, at the last second. So, no, I'm going to wait until I'm retired, and then I'm going to do all the drugs. I'm going to try all these things that people, that, that, that I've been missing out on. I don't know if you ever heard Gerald on um, Crowder talk about, you know, he's a former uh, Notre Dame football player. And bless his heart, the most naive but talking about how he's sure that none of his um, fellow athletes did drugs because they all got drug tested. Come on. Dude, like I know the kids that I worked with would know two weeks ahead of time when they had to show up at Dr. So-and-so's office, they were getting piss tested. Right. So, you know, show up prepared when he said right. that. Right. I about had to sit down. I was laughing yeah. so hard. You'll have He's a drug like, test no, in I know three they months. We don't do drugs because we get drug tested. Yeah. You'll have, we're going to give you a drug test in three months. So, no, they would say, you know, on such and such a date, you need to be at Dr. So and so's office. Well, the only reason they ever went there was for a piss test. <laughs> right. So they knew. So they and knew it was exactly always what it was. Yeah. At least two weeks out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to live my life being scared of money. Right. Potentially, I mean, yeah. well, I say potentially, 70% of which is going to be contaminated by some kind of drug in the right. United States. Um, I've lived and this. grosser shit, too. People are nasty. Think about the shit on people's hands. Mm -hmm. Literally, mm -hmm. the poop. You know, that was, one, that was one good thing about the pandemic. Everybody was sanitizing their Washing hands. Washing their hands, yes. I don't think we've been a cleaner nation. Yes, no, I concur, 100%. All right, we're out of time. Let's, Let's start some. Y'all, we love you. We appreciate you. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we will see you back here on Thursday. Thanks, guys. See you. Bye now.